Down, Chapter 39, Waving the Fabric. He had to become his father-in-law's inseparable friend and find the so-called Andres. That in one hand. In the other, he had to find Salva. He had to reach the money before the councillor, because once the councillor touched the doors, there wouldn't be any chance to recover it. It seemed to him his father-in-law didn't trust Andres very much. And he wasn't surprised. Of course, he had the perfect excuse to contact him. Salva's case. That pro bono's case he had accepted without will was bringing the benefit of the opportunity. In one side, Sandra. In the other, Salva. And in the other, Andres. Salva picked up the phone at the first tone. He was waiting for the ruling and he couldn't allow himself the luxury of not answering. He answered with anxiety. At first, Carlos didn't realize where Salva's nervousness came from and suspected he knew his dark motivation. Thank goodness a few, how are you doing? Fine, thanks, made him understand because none of them were able to say a word. Salva, because he didn't want to jinx the thing. He was convinced he was going to jail. And Carlos didn't want to say anything because he plenty new explanations not required, fault admitted. And he wanted the issue to come out as natural as that day at the cafe. He got Salva agreed to meet him that night. The time didn't seem suitable for him, but Salva went hysterical and wanted to meet him right then. The Andres thing needed more planning. He had to go to the office and find his lawyer's phone and with whichever legal excuse take him in. Yes, he had all well planned. He surpassed his father-in-law in knowing the other part without the need of the middleman. And even though he could resort to them to waste time. In that point of his reasoning, he thought it would be better to keep the distance with the so-called Andres. Just in case he let the business out of the bag with his father-in-law and his mouth a rat. Salva took advantage of the Carlos call to skype the crepes because he had been working the whole evening and he couldn't take his footache anymore. He was getting curses and it was hard to get rid of them. And he refuses to let his perfect fit go. In a first moment, he was panicked. He not even noticed it was too late for official announcements. The fear didn't let him think clearly. It didn't let him think clearly about the gear of the phone call either. Carlos was already at the bar. Salma almost didn't recognize him without the designer suit he always wore and without the hair hell that fixed it, that unfashionable quiff, leaving a place for a fringe very indie that took away from him the snooty posh, remaining only the posh. He was cute. Salva thought suddenly stopping worrying.
he sat down at the table and began a friendly talk based on Carlos' new look. Carlos welcomed the subject. Seeing the hysteria had disappeared, he went into the friendliness and the joke. And joke after joke, and taking advantage of Salva's mouth of crepes, and that he had said he was fed up of tourists, dropped the treasure thing. Between laugh and laugh, and triviality and triviality, Salva finally told him everything, completely everything. In his defense, we will say he was euphoric and tired, two conditions that decreased the attention, as they said, in the traffic department's commercials. It wasn't that important either, because Carlos thought the money had been left laying around on the street thing was a joke, especially after Salva had also said his wife was sleeping at the place from the zero song, which was quite incredible. So he took his beating statement with the due precaution. Afterwards, they went to the party in song, Salva because he kept up with the rhythm, Carlos just for pretending. While he was about it, he needed exactly a pair of minutes to get lost and leave Salva alone. Actually, it was Salva who got rid of him, without meaning. It's that the night absorbs him. Carlos took the chance to go to my building, with all the discretion he could get, not because he minded someone could see him around there, but because he didn't want to face Alicia. In the unlikely case, she was there. He felt betrayed when he arrived and saw there wasn't anything in the street. There wasn't the party Salva had said, or the tables, or the briefcases. Not even the truck, there had been anything ever. Just for the sake of it, because he didn't believe Salva had lied to him like that, particularly because Salva was a bad liar and he hadn't noticed not a single tick, he went up to my place. It was silent. He leaned the ear against the door. He didn't knock to check if there was someone inside. He still was afraid of the idea of an unpleasant meeting with Alicia. As he was going down, he went into every floor, just in case we had taken up the goods. He was a bit disappointed when he saw we hadn't, but also felt a bit of trust, seeing the dragging motor was there, what Salva had said. With conflicting feelings, he went back to the loneliness of his home. And the loneliness mixed with the night let the mind fly with too much freedom. He grabbed his briefcase, took out his diary, and phoned Andres lawyer. The lawyer gave him the phone number. Of course he did. He had better things to do than argue at that hours about such a stupidity and over such a client that made him earn a lot, but he always involved him in such pickles. Andres picked up the phone because he thought it was a client, and the helicopter thing was half resolved. The biggest problem he had to deal with was Alicia, and it neither was a sacrifice.
Carlos didn't plan the strategy before calling. That is other thing the darkness without undercover has. They should go together as a good aggravating. He stuttered at the beginning. But he quoted some points slash six from the penal code and and Andres got tired of listening and hanged up on him. In that moment he was glad he hadn't said his name, nor who he was, and there it went along the phone line all his professional prestige. What he understood from the phone call, the only and the most important thing, was that feminine voice so familiar he could hear on the background. <laughs>